if you're someone that's just getting started and you still are working a full-time job and you're trying to get into this whole entrepreneur space, tell people that. Be authentic as possible because that's what people want. That's what they respect and overall that's how you're going to win. Win. Personal branding, entrepreneurship, building your circle of mentors. That's what we're talking about here on this episode of the Muse Report. Thank you for tuning in. Man, I, I know I'm late. I know I'm a little late on this Tuesday, but man, the series of events that have happened before releasing this episode has just been absolutely crazy. Everything that could possibly go wrong for me not getting this up episode out to you seemed to have happened, but I was determined to get this episode out this Tuesday because I committed myself to doing the work for this podcast. So here we are, and here you are listening, and I'm glad to have you here in this episode we have special guest Casey Adams. He is the CEO of Build Your Empire. If you're into entrepreneurship, you might know something about that name. You might have seen it before, heard it before. He's also the CMO of the Moti Chat app, which is a consulting app, which he talked about a little bit in this episode as well. The thing that catches you is he's only 18 years old that's right the ceo and cmo of two companies at 18 years old so that's how you know this man is about his business and he just completely breaks down how he got to where he is his story from starting literally from just being a normal kid in high school to where he is now talking to some of the top entrepreneurs and most wealthy people in the world so I know you're going to love this episode. Screenshot that phone, share it with your friends, your family, your followers, and show me that you're listening. I'll shout you out on our Instagram page. You can even follow us on Facebook as well. But we're going to get into this episode with Casey Adams. Theme music. Here we go. Loading. It's a case study for success. Be teachable. What better way to learn than to just ask? The learning process becomes a journey. Turning dreams into realities. Part of execution is is totally believing whatever you're doing is going to work. What are your passions and what are your gifts? And that's where it really starts. Chances are for taking. Take a chance on yourself. Any and everyone is capable of being a leader. You're not going to have all the answers immediately. Wow. Mentors to, to expose you to things that you otherwise wouldn't know. It was all I thought about and dreamed like I, I would literally get up in the morning and practice because I knew the opportunity the time would come. Just do it. off for people that in my audience that may not know who you are because it's not necessarily just entrepreneurship it's more self-help and self-development so not all of them are kind of into the business thing but uh just give like a brief overview of who you are and what you do 
Yeah, man. So um, first off, thanks so much for having me on the show, man. And uh, my name is Casey Adams, and I'm 18 years old, currently living here in um, Phoenix, Arizona. And I'm the CEO of a company known as Build Your Empire, which is an entrepreneur incubator and also a um, interactive learning training platform that helps entrepreneurs get the right content from the people that need it, right? So um, Build Your Empire actually started. Uh, we, me and three, no, me and two partners acquired the brand around eight months, eight, eight months ago. Yeah. And um, we bought the entire brand, which has 1.5 million followers on Instagram, the email list, every right to the name Build Your Empire. So we acquired the brand and over the last year, all 2018, we've been taking the initiative and actually restructuring the brand and actually seeing like, all right, where can we fit this brand into the market in the most effective way? So now we have the whole Build Your Empire house, which is an entrepreneur incubator. Like I said, where we have an event every single quarter here at the house and moving into 2019, we have our first event January 19th and 20th. But uh, that's something I'm super passionate about is just throwing events, which we'll get into about about how and why I started to do that. But um, yeah, man, Build Your Empire is really all about showcasing world-class entrepreneurs and doing that through events and content, but then also our learning platform, which is a membership access site. But yeah, man, that's that's my major focus. And then real, real quick before we continue, man, um, I'm also a CMO of, an, of a company called MotiChat, which is a consulting app, and it's a peer-to-peer consulting app that literally lets you on-screen invoice people through the app, you get paid for your time, and you can also really just document your conversations with the consultants that you're talking to. So it's just a consulting app that we're partnered with here at Build Your Empire, and that's something where I spend a lot of my time, but that's, that's, that's just where I spend majority of my time on top of my um, podcast, which is a top 25 business podcast. Yeah, yeah, I definitely want to get to that too. So Build Your Empire, did you start that from the ground up yourself, or was that something like you kind of acquired? Uh, yeah, so- we acquired it, man. It was uh, we bought the whole entire brand, Instagram page, everything that has to do with it. Oh, and then you kind of just reshaped it yourself. Yep, yep. We we kind of are in the process still to this day is like rebranding. Like if you go to the Instagram page now at Build Your Empire, you'll see that there is um like new content over the last month, like new colors, yeah, new I've seen new yeah. structures, new um, like videos, new people. It's just fresh new content because we're actually building a brand around it. And it's not just like a motivational, inspirational page now. And it's something that really has value and really has core information. Yeah, I was wondering about that because I feel like I've seen Build Your Empire for a while now. But then I started seeing the kind of flip. And I, even I've, I've looked at the page to kind of see the whole aesthetic of the page kind of starting to change. It's more sure. consistent and uh, all that stuff. So, yeah, I'm, I've been noticing. For sure, man. I appreciate that. Um, so also just a brief kind of story of where you started and like how you got to the point that you are now being uh, the CEO and CMO of two companies. Yeah, man. So, I mean, first off, it's, it's, it's been a crazy journey. I'm 18 now. And when I was 15 years old, that's when I really dove into this whole. Which is social- crazy within itself, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> You're only 18 years old. Um, how are you, by the way? I'm 20. Okay, dope, yeah. dope. So, hey, man, we're both young. Yeah. But um, when I was 15 years old, um, I've always been an athlete my entire life. I grew up playing hockey from age 3 to 13, played hockey for 10 years, and always loved sports and just the whole aspect of being involved with the team. So um, when I was 15 years old, I went from hockey to lacrosse to football. And um, playing football was something that I never really got into until like 8th or ninth grade because hockey has just always been my core passion. And then lacrosse was sort of like hockey but on grass. So mm-hmm. it's always yes. Thing growing up I had no really idea about what I wanted to do after high school but one thing I always say is that people always ask me like oh like did you plan on being um, an entrepreneur or running a company and the answer was yes because I was always figuring out strategic ways to make money whether that be selling things or flipping things or reselling shoes or whatever that may be 
But um, I would always, whenever I got handed a piece of paper at school where it's like, what do you want to be or what do you want to study? I would always just circle that box business. I had no idea what it is. School didn't teach you about it. School doesn't bring in um, like business owners or especially where I'm from in Richmond, Virginia, right in this little small town called Chesterfield. So there was no like business, I would say, embodiment that would always just pop up. So it was something that when I was 15, I had a super bad neck injury playing football. And um, it was something that completely changed the direction of my life. It was literally the first day of hitting practice. When I was 15, I was super pumped up about to play varsity football from a high school. And I was playing for the last two years on JV. And I was super passionate about football. And then this literally one day, um, there was like this one B, it was called the B drill. And it was like head on collision with another opponent and I ended up hitting my head on the ground weird and I was diagnosed with interspinous ligament damage Mm -hmm. and that was something that the day after that injury I go to the doctor expecting really nothing but all right like it'll probably be a couple days and you'll be good but it was one of those injuries that sort of caught me off guard and I had to be in a neck brace for 25 weeks I was told that I could never play football again. Jeez. I could have almost been paralyzed. And it was that moment in my life that looking back was like the blessing in the skies. But during that time, that's when I got depressed. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I could, I literally got my passion pulled away from me, which was football. And I literally just had to change and pivot the direction of my life like overnight pretty much. And it was then that I went through that 25-week period that I started seeing ads of people like Ty Lopez or Gary Vee or Grant yeah. Cardone. I really just dove into this whole self-development space and picked up my first book from Gary Vee called Crush It, talking about personal branding and social media. And it was during that time frame that I really was able to pivot my mindset and pick up books like Thinking Grow Rich. But pr- prior to that, it was I wasn't reading. I wasn't in this whole self-development space. So it was that 25-week period that was really laid the foundation for myself moving forward. Wow. Okay. That is really interesting how like that that point in your life can just like completely pivot the direction that you're that you thought you were going to go into and then it just opens the door to something even bigger yep for sure man it was definitely it was a crazy journey in regards to just like what happened prior to that because it was something where like i started reading thinking you're rich or how to win funds and influence people but the main component which i want a lot of people to understand was things don't happen to you unless you make them happen, right? I mean, for example, building a personal brand on social media or connecting with people, doing this podcast, man, you reached out to me, you were consistent. That's the same way I am when I'm reaching out to people that I'm having on my show, right? I think the biggest misconception of people that are just getting started or, for example, myself when I was just getting started, it was like saying, all right, I want to do this and this and this and this and this. And then a week later or a month later, nothing's happened. And that's one of the biggest things that I think people run into. So my mindset when I got started was, all right, I want to build a personal brand on social media and I want to meet people. Those are my two biggest components of the direction I wanted to head in. And that's still it to this day. It's like, all right, I still want to build my personal brand. I've already, I've built this brand now to quarter million followers and I've been able to connect with all these amazing people and interview them, but what's next, right? And I think it's always understanding that, like what Gary Vee says, you're only as good as your last at bat. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it's a progression. You always have to fall in love with the journey and that's something I think a lot of people, they get caught up on that one thing where if they accomplish it, they're gonna chill out, relax and say, all right, I quote unquote made it or I did this and let me take some time off. So I think the biggest thing is understanding where you are now, where you want to be, and then what's next, and then following that journey through. But I'm kind of going on a tangent now, man. <laughs> no, no, no. It's all good. And, like, I mean, like I said, this is kind of a, a, when I notice I get the most valuable information when I really pursue what I want to know. And it just turns out that, like, people, other people have the same questions. So I'm going to really be digging into the details of, like, how you got to where you are. And I'm going to try to, like, get through them as quickly as I can. But 
Um, when you first started, did you know that, like you said, that the two things you were focused on was like building your personal brand and meeting people. So like, was that how you started to say, okay, well, these are the two things I want to do. Where do I go from here? Or was it like, I want to build my own business. How do I start? Is it? And then did you decide to start meeting people and uh, building a personal brand? Like, what was the order of that? Yeah, man. So I'll tell you it um, super simply. So number one, when I first followed Ty Lopez, you know who Ty Lopez is, right? Of course, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Ty, he was a huge, and still to this day, is a huge mentor of mine in regards to like my mindset towards social media and business overall. He was the guy that definitely sparked interest, and I got into a 67-step program, and that was my first course that I bought I think I remember me and my buddy, we split it like $33 each at the time because I had like no money, right? Mm -hmm. Because it was something that I dove into head first, 67 steps, and I went through this course when I was in my neck brace. And through that course, he's talking about social media. He's talking about the good life, health, wealth, love, and happiness. So that was my, I would say, first dose of self-education. But in regards to business and networking with people, like during that time frame, I probably had 1,000, 2,000 followers just from like good friends at home, high school, right? Nothing more than just right. a normal shit on social media, just posting his Friday, average Friday night, right? Yeah. So uh, the first, I would say, business step that I took was Rise of the Young. That's something that obviously my podcast is called Rise of the Young now. I wrote a book called Rise of the Young. But I first started this, it was like a clothing brand where I was selling different wristbands at school and I was selling t-shirts, trying to make money and trying to create this quote unquote brand at the time that I didn't really know what I was doing. But that was my first like, jump start because I was going through this 67 step program, me and my buddy Aloric, and we started this brand. We started ordering t-shirts for like a hundred bucks, got like 50 of them or whatever it is. And that was my first step. And that's when I started posting on social media. Like if you go way down on my personal Instagram page, you'll see when I had these shirts come out in like 2016, when I was like, yo, go check out these shirts. Oh, yo, if you're at Manchester High School, which is where I uh, went to high school, I was like, let's buy a wristband, five bucks or whatever, and I was getting them for like 13 cents. or like, I was just selling them for at school and trying to make a couple of dollars, right? But that was my first step into trying to build a social media brand or any type of brand through social media. But the biggest pivot for me, which I'll get into, was saying like, all right, I can sell these wristbands at school, I can connect with people locally, but based on what Gary Vee was saying, how can I actually build a brand that has value that I can actually build relationships from? And I've always knew that I wanted to run a company. I always knew that I wanted to build a brand and I was very confused at the start. And I think a lot of people are because I was looking at e-commerce. I was looking at Forex. I was looking at um, Amazon. Yeah. Yeah, I was yeah. looking at social media marketing. I was looking at stock trading, like all these different avenues of like mentors and gurus or all these people that were popping up. And it's even worse today. There's so much abundance of information out there that understanding where you want to go is the biggest thing you have to figure out. You have to really commit to something. And when I first got started, I knew that number one, I wanted to make money online or make money in any way I could through social media. And number two, that I wanted to build relationships with people through social media, but I had no idea how I was going to do that because I didn't understand the concept of building a personal brand at the time. But the biggest thing to kind of keep this answer simple was um, I started doing affiliate marketing. That was one of the first things that I got into. I was selling this program called Online Sales Pro and it was like an email automation software that I was just selling for like 37 bucks a month to people and then I was making 20 bucks a month residual. So mm -hmm. I sold up selling like 50 of those memberships through my Snapchat at the time because I was I built this whole Snapchat, um, I would say, group. It was like 500 people following it just through like me going into forums and saying, hey, follow my Snapchat account or do this or do that and I'll, and I'll do book reviews. And I was literally just like giving book reviews on my Snapchat 
but then having an offer in there. But that was like my first ounce of number one, first money I made online through Online Sales Pro. And number two, that's when I really started talking to the camera, to my phone and actually coming home from school and saying like, all right, let me try to do some sort of promotion online and post something on my Snapchat. And it was super scrappy at the time, right? And I think it's always those stories that kind of make it worth it because I learned a lot through that process. But back to the question, it was that affiliate marketing, I would say, opportunity that I jumped on that led me into meeting Caleb Maddox, who's a great friend of mine and someone that if, if you're all listening, you're not following Caleb, make sure you go follow my man Caleb Maddox. Yeah. But yeah. it was that first dose of um, just promoting something online and starting to make money online that sort of piqued my interest in saying, all right, well, now how can I actually build a brand? But that was going into 2017 that I was starting to do all the online stuff regarding selling stuff or affiliate marketing or trying to build an audience. But hope that answers that question. But it was mainly yeah. the first was that affiliate marketing route. So after you kind of started getting your feet on the ground by doing, which of course is the first step, do something. Um, what were the steps you took to kind of like, okay, growth? For sure. I'll, I'll tell you a story, man. And I think this is the this is the biggest thing that I kind of, whenever I tell people about um, a pivot point, because I think it's all about, and I always kind of condense things down to like, and I always ask people these questions as well when I sit down with them. It's like, all right, what was that pivot point where it's like, looking back, what was that moment where you're like, wow, this was the day or the moment or the opportunity right, that yeah. was the next direction and maybe like kind of pivot my course. So like I said, regarding that whole Snapchat marketing thing, um, Caleb Maddox, are you familiar with him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Caleb, uh, this was the end of 2016 and I was building my Snapchat audience, I was selling some stuff online, I was trying to get press and I had this like local news station come out to my house and do like an interview on me and they were talking about like, oh, making money online and you were in a neck brace for 25 weeks and how you made that transition and they just wanted to do a news interview on me because I was reaching out to like 50 reporters a day trying to get press to then right. build my brand, right? So I remember Caleb Maddox saw this interview that I did and I shouted him out and I was like, yo, huge shout out to my man Caleb Maddox for being a huge inspiration to me. Make sure you go check him out. And this was like a news article, right? So Caleb ends up hitting me up and um, if everyone isn't familiar with Caleb, 16, oh, he just turned 17. 17 year old millionaire, he's published nine books, he speaks on stage for $25,000 a pop, legendary kid. And um, he was a huge inspiration to me, but he invited me out to this event in San Diego on January 13th, 2017. He's like, yo, I've been following you, and I probably had like maybe 5,000 followers at the time, five to 10,000, don't really know the exact number, just from like building a, a brand and messaging a bunch of people and all that sort of stuff. But he's like, yo, come out to San Diego and speak on the stage about Snapchat marketing and just kind of tell your story about how you were in your neck brace. So get this, like at that present moment, I've never been to California, I've never been on a plane, I've never traveled anywhere outside of the East Coast, wow. and my family's never traveled. We, we never traveled when I was growing up. I literally didn't go on a plane until I was 16 until I could personally pay for it. So it was one of those opportunities where I was like, what do you mean come out to San Diego? Like, are you, <laughs> I, I didn't really understand because I've never done anything like that before, right? Mm -hmm. So um, I had to tell my parents because I was a sophomore in high school, I was like, yo, like, uh, my buddy Caleb, who I met on social media, wants me to come out to San Diego next weekend and speak on this stage. And parents were super confused. And I think a lot of people, if you're listening, I'm sure if you're younger, it would yeah. be the reaction, right? Most parents would be like, what? Who's this guy? Like, <laughs> So they're like, um, no, but if you pay for, uh, it was my dad. He's like, oh, you're not going to go alone. But if you pay for my flight, I'll come with you. I was like, 
all right, fine, let's go. So I literally just ended up literally impulsively bought the plane tickets and I sent it completely to San Diego. A week later, I'm going to San Diego. I'm super pumped up to meet Kayla Maddox, to meet Dan Fleshman, to meet um, Jeremy Haynes and Gerard Adams, all these guys that I was currently watching inside of Ty Lopez's social media program because at the time I was going through that, that I literally get to this event on 13th and 14th of January, 2017, so almost two years now, and um, it was just the most amazing weekend of my life. I got to meet all these people. I got to actually sit down and talk to all the speakers. And it was just a huge transition that I've never had before in regards to like meeting people and genuinely connecting with them. So long story short, I go to this event, have an amazing time, speak on stage, super nervous. It was my first event I spoke at. And it was probably like maybe 100 people in the room. But I would say that opportunity of Caleb inviting me to San Diego and me just going for it and not even thinking about it and trying to second guess myself Booked plane tickets to San Diego, crushed it, and then I got home. And I think a lot of people hearing that story, and this is kind of just, this is leading into the the pivot point. Mm-hmm. I get to this event, I'm super pumped up, and I was like, wow, this event was amazing. And I was just sitting there thinking, like eight months ago, I was in my neck brace, I was on the football field, and I was living a completely different lifestyle and a different mindset. So I decided to reach out to Ty Lopez. Who, like you know, who I said before, he was a huge mentor of mine, still is, mm-hmm. and I've stuck to his programs, and that was the main pivot point of my life. So I ended up DMing Ty Lopez, and I'm like, hey, Ty, and prior to this, I've probably reached out to him five to ten times. He never saw my messages on Instagram, and um, I wasn't verified on Instagram. I didn't have hundreds of thousands of followers. I was just this young kid who went through his program and had some success with it, right? So I was like, hey, Ty, eight months ago, I was in a neck brace, depressed, um, got injured on the football field, and your course has absolutely changed my life, and I just want to say thank you. I just spoke at this event in San Diego, and like I said, you changed my life. And I just sent him this message of gratitude, sent him a message the day I got home from this event. He ends up hitting me up like 20 minutes later over Instagram. He's like, what's up, kid? Or what up, Casey? Um, Tell me more. So I I send him this little paragraph, no longer than like five to seven sentences, Mm -hmm. and awesome, come out to LA and let's shoot a video and let's do it. So I was like, what do you mean? So he's like, like, here's my number, I want, he's like, I'm gonna fly you out to LA and we're gonna shoot some videos for my program and and do an interview. So I'm like, oh my gosh. And like, it was that moment that I recognized what was possible with social media from just a simple message. And I think that goes back to my whole core belief, which is only a DM away, you're only a conversation away, you're only a call away from that next pivot point in your life. But back to the story, Ty, two weeks later, I missed like three or four days of school. He flies me and my mom out to L.A., first time ever going to L.A., and it was just such an eye-opening experience. He puts me in a hotel. I go over to Ty Lopez's famous house. That thing is huge. Yeah. (laughs) It's awesome. But back to this point, though, it's like that was my pivot point where I literally go to Ty's house, and this was like a week after this amazing life-changing event in San Diego. He flies me out. I got to meet him. I meet all these cool people at his house, and I met this guy named Jaden Gross, who's also a huge mentor of mine. And then the next month, Jaden ends up loving my energy, loving what I'm doing or what I wanted to do, end up making a great relationship with people that I met at Ty's house. And then I got flown out to LA the next month from a great individual such as Jaden Gross. And my whole mindset after that was I need to be in LA more. I need to connect with people. I need to build more relationships because that's where the opportunity is, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So then I dedicated all of 2017 to literally booking a flight out to LA like once a month because I was making some money. I had a social media marketing agency at the time for personal branding, running different ads for um, individuals or companies in general. And um, that's how obviously I was able to afford that. But 
all of 2017, I dedicated to just meeting people, throwing money at experiences. And I think that's something that a lot of young people need to get in the habit of is saying, all right, don't spend your money on this or that, but spend it on experiences because that's what's changed my life. It was t- booking that. Hey, Siri. Let's <laughs> see what happened there, guys. But um, it was one of those things that the pivot point was that DM with Ty, right? And I just kind of, I want to wrap this up and just say that experiences and actually taking that leap of faith to go to San Diego to send that DM to Ty, it's the little things that matter. And it was that, I would say, weekend in San Diego that led to Ty flying me out that started this whole momentum ball moving into 2017. Cool. Uh, Just one last thing. Like, do you think the, I saw what you've done, this is like maybe two years ago when you really started getting off the ground. Do you think has that has changed at all with the way things are set up and in going into 2019? Yeah, here's the thing. So regarding social media or branding or what? Yeah. What exactly? Yeah. So social media and branding. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think one thing that I, I do want to touch on real quick is just um, so currently what I'm doing now, obviously, we have Build Your Empire. We have the events every quarter. We have the personal branding agency and the interactive learning platform. And I personally do a lot of consulting with people in regards to building a personal brand. And the one thing uh, that I didn't really touch on as well as my podcast, I've been able to interview over 80 world-class entrepreneurs, Gary Vee, Grant Cardone, Andy Frisella, Jake Kasson, Ty Lopez, yeah, um, Ed yeah. Stein, all these amazing world-class entrepreneurs that have acted. <laughs> Thank you, man. But here's the biggest thing. All of these guys has, have built a brand that is recognized by millions and millions of people, right? And if you understand what they're doing and try to replicate that, you're not going to win. You don't want to replicate someone else. You just want to pick out and pick and choose from individuals that you respect because a brand is something that's geared towards you. I see a lot of people, um, young people in particular, where it's like, all right, oh, they want to be Grant Cardone. They want to be Ty Lopez, be Gary Vee, and that's not the key. Mm-hmm. You have to be yourself, but then pick and choose and study what these other people are doing regarding their content creation, regarding how they're putting out content, regarding how they're connecting with people. Like, for example, um, Gary V, he took like 25 minutes of his time out in March for me to come by the office. I did a little interview with him. I asked him a couple questions, but the fact that he did that makes me understand that the value of doing that now in the position I am to give away free calls, to talk to people, to just get my story out there is very important. So I think moving into 2019 for everyone that's listening, that's trying to build a personal brand, that's trying to gain influence online, that's trying to network with people is number one. And that is being authentic. If you have a message, you have a story, which everyone does, whether that you're just getting started or you've sold a company for $100 million, whatever it is, you have a story to tell and building a personal brand is committing time and energy to to telling that story over time, right? So I think the biggest thing about building a personal brand moving into 2019 is commitment. If you're 50% committed to building a brand and you only think about it maybe two days a week and rest of the days you're just on Instagram scrolling and consuming, you're not yeah. producing, you're gonna lose, end of the story. So I think the biggest thing you have to do moving into 2019 is number one, committing to building a personal brand. Number two is discovering your three brand pillars. And this is something I talk about a lot whenever I'm speaking. It's really understanding why you want to brand yourself, how you wanna brand yourself, and overall what that looks like, right? So for me, for example, on my personal brand, if you go to my Instagram page, it says, I interview world-class entrepreneurs. That's one of my pillars. Number two is I am the CEO of Build Your Empire, so I'm running a company. And number three is just you see me traveling and networking a lot. Those are my three brand pillars, which is podcasting, networking, and then Build Your Empire. That's what I want people to know 
when they think about me, right? When I go, when you read my Instagram bio, you know exactly what I want you to know, and it's being super clear and transparent within that first line of your Instagram bio or your YouTube bio or whatever that is that matters the most. And moving into 2019, there's so many people trying to build a brand, and the thing that separates someone that's, for example, myself from another 18-year-old is the consistency of collaborations and the willingness to get rejected. I've, I've DM'd so many different people, hundreds of people. Some of them have said yes, some of them have said no, some of them have never responded back to me, right? But it's the people that said yes, like Grant Cardone, like Ed Milet, like Andy Vercella, that have helped craft my brand and build it over time, right? Mm-hmm. So it's just saying that it's, it really comes down to a numbers game. If you wanna, for example, interview more people, reach out to more people. If you wanna um, get more business, make more calls. If you wanna um, get more opportunities, you need to create them by being in a place that creates opportunities, such as networking events, such as networking groups on Facebook, whatever it is, building a personal brand comes down to laying out your story over time and doing that in a fashion that's authentic, right? Gotcha. So, yeah. to keep it simple, to kind of give you three core tips, it's committing to building a personal brand, finding your three pillars, which is understanding the ways you want people to know you, and number three is, like I said, the collaborations. Every person I've interviewed is a collaboration. Every person that I hop on a Modi call with, which is an app that I'm a part owner in, that's a collaboration. So it's just understanding and picking and choosing how you want to be known and then committing to branding yourself that way that will allow you to win. But there's, obviously there's a lot of logistics and in-depth strategies that we can also get into. But th- the biggest thing is just understanding that you have to commit. So as far as someone who is starting uh something such as myself uh you said you started selling wristbands and things like that did you start branding yourself as a company owner from then or did you wait till you had some type of uh resume to start saying that like i'm this person or whatever great question i think the biggest thing that um especially if you're just getting started it's like i said it's being authentic right so for example when i first got started I didn't have Build Your Empire. I didn't have the Rise Down podcast. I wasn't a part owner in Modi, which is an app, right? So I think the biggest thing when you're getting started, when building a personal brand, is it's not about the titles. It's not about the companies you own. It's not about the things you've done. Obviously, that will help you gain credibility, but it's about your story and the way you convey yourself. For example, if I watch your Instagram stories, if I watch a YouTube video or an Instagram post, how does it make me feel? Because the people that are winning are the people that make people feel a way that they want them to feel. For example, when I think of Gary Vee, you feel and you think about patience, you think about execution, you think about the long-term strategy that he's yeah. playing. So, and they give you these certain things to feel. When you think about Grant Cardone, you think about sales, you think about money, you think about all these things because they want you to feel that way because that's what they've crafted over time in their brand. So I think the people that are winning and the thing you need to do when you're first getting started is not to feel like you need to put on this persona and brand yourself as X, Y, and Z, and you're running this or you're doing this, but to actually just keep it real. If you're someone that's just getting started and you still are working a full-time job and you're trying to get into this whole entrepreneur space, tell people that. Be authentic as possible because that's what people want. That's what they respect, and overall, that's how you're going to win. There's no shortcuts to building a brand. It's consistency and collaborations are the key. But if you're just getting started, it's understanding how are you different? Because mm-hmm. I see so many people, and this is just keeping it real, where boom, they're getting started with e-commerce. They'll say e-commerce expert, or they'll say e-commerce in their bio, or, or e-commerce, or real estate, or stock trader, or whatever it is. People don't like those big labels. They wanna keep it real. I, for example, my good friend Charlie Jabbly, 
He um he's a Nike athlete. He managed two chains for ten years, and he has his podcast where he just tells stories. He doesn't give you tactics. Yeah, I've been meaning to look into that. I heard him on Drama's podcast. I heard him on Short Story Long. Yeah, dude, no, he, Charlie's a beast, and so is Drama. But and even for example, Drama. And the point I want to get to is that type like people don't care about this or this or that. Oh, oh, you've done this or this or that. They care about what you're giving them and they care about the information you're providing in the most authentic way and doing that in your own way because no one wants to hear you replicate Gary Vee's content, put it out there and make it the same exact content. They care about what your story is and the, and the things that you've been through because that will resonate with its own crowd. Mm-hmm. And obviously, I just want to keep it completely transparent real quick. Like, there's major levels to the game of especially building a brand. Like, for example, I walk into Gary Vee's office. There's 32 people dedicated to Gary Vee's brand. He has an entire team. Right. Ty Lopes, his house is a full content studio 24-7. Grant Cardone's office, you walk in there, there's 50 people making phone calls. He's in the back office, which has a studio probably worth $200,000. Like People that are just getting started don't think that everything has to be perfect. I started my podcast with the same headphones that you have on right now into an Apple like Apple headphones, right? Like It's not about being fancy. It's about making things happen and just putting out content yeah. because that's how you're getting to the consistency of putting it out there, right? Because there's so many people like Gary and Grant where they kind of – They've made a lot of money and then they built their brand. So it's a whole different mindset for people that are 18 to 25 that may be just getting started is that it's not about trying to put on this image and trying to say, oh, I've done X, Y, and Z. It's about putting out your journey and that's the commitment. You have to literally commit to life to building a brand because, for example, if a company fails, let's say Build Your Empire, whatever it is, you still have your personal brand. A personal brand is you forever for the long term and you always have that reputation me and my buddy Tristan, we just did a podcast and it says, people don't know your character, they know your reputation, right? Wow. And if you can put a quality reputation online from the content you put out, from the collaborations you're doing and from the consistency of it, you will always have that until proven wrong, right? So that's the biggest thing when I say building a brand and learning from all these people, especially when you're young, is just document the journey, talk about what you're doing day to day, talk about the struggles, talk about things that are not sexy and that will allow you to win for sure for sure and i feel like that's really yeah that's really what wins because i feel like we try to make up some things or try to put things out there that aren't legit just so that we have some type of clout or street cred Dude, for sure but um what was your pitch I, I mean you you're getting all these all these people i'm sure you had to have some type of strategy of like this is what i'm pitching and this is how i get people's attention for what? For interviewing people or what? Yeah, so like all the Gary V's, Gerard Adams, Grant yeah. Cardone, like there had to be some type of pitch, right? Yeah, for sure. So here's the, here's the number one thing. I think there's two main keys because, for example, I have a lot of people that hit me up to do interviews. And, for example, you hit me up a lot. I checked out your stuff. Super dope. You're killing it. You're consistent. You have a core message that you're trying to put out there. But it's all about not just you reaching out, but it's the persona that you're building in the brand you're building. For example, you like Grant Cardone, Gary Vee, um, Ty Lopez, all these guys, it's a very small circle. Everyone knows everyone. Mm-hmm. I'm sure if you're watching this and you heard about these guys, you know that it's all, a lot of these public figure entrepreneur people, and there's a small amount of them compared to like NBA players or X, Y, or Z, right? Yeah. So um, the biggest thing that I've learned regarding pitching or asking someone to be on my podcast is that it didn't start with those people. It started out with me calling my homie Kieran that was a great friend of mine that's 
just getting some success in um, the automotive marketing department, right? So I'd call up my friends. I would call up the people that I already have in my network, like Jaden Gross and Jeremy Haynes and Kieran O'Brien and uh, like all these great friends of mine. It didn't start out me interviewing these people. I started to build my craft and started to interview people that I knew. And I think that's the biggest thing. People try to jump from zero interviews to Gary Vee in day yeah, one. Yes, yeah, yeah. people will get lucky. Like I know Gary Vee, he'll do that to people if you able if you're able to get in touch with him and you have a good pitch, right? But that's not practical. You want to start with something that you can do today, such as calling your buddy up that maybe um, is building a brand and you want to know how he's doing it or know what he's going through, know his struggles. So the biggest thing I think, especially when interviewing people or like you said, how do you get these big people on your show is coming back to the conclusion of that's not where I started and you shouldn't either. It should start out with yeah. people yeah. that are just yeah. like you, that you're that are in your network, that are great friends of yours or people that are just like similar to you in what way, whether that be their age or maybe they're just getting started. But then once you've done that and you actually have a reputation of doing five, 10 interviews, then you can reach out to people like Grant with just a wing saying, hey Grant, um, I have this podcast called X, Y, or Z and I've interviewed let's say this person, even if they don't have a brand. I've interviewed 10 people over the last six months or over the last 60 days and your content has truly impacted my life and it would be such a pleasure to have you on my show. And literally when I'm reaching out to people, the biggest thing that I think I do different is I don't just ask them to be in my podcast. I give them value based on the value that they've given me. Meaning, I say, for example, when I reached out to Grant, it's like, dude, you literally helped me change my life from the books that you put out there. I've read five of your books because I truly have and he's truly added value to me. So I'll let him know that and then I'll tell mm -hmm. them, hey, by the way, I have a business podcast and I've interviewed X, Y, or Z, naming the people. I'd love, for you to, I'd love for you to be on the show. But the biggest thing I think what I've done differently is before I reached out to those people, I tried to interview their friends. I tried to interview Grant Cardone's right-hand man or let's say someone that knows Grant Cardone or Grant Cardone knows them, like let's say Gerard Adams. I try to interview people's associates because that's how you get to them. You don't want to know Drake's you don't want to know Drake personally. You want to know Drake's right hand man because that's how you can get to build a relationship with Drake, right? right. And that's just okay. cool. but that's the mindset I go into with everyone I interview is how can I interview people that are in their circle of influence that they actually know and respect. Because now whenever I talk to people like Ed Milet or Dean Graziosi, I've interviewed all of them now to the point where they all know my name. They all know that I've interviewed all their friends, right. so it's something that you don't want to go direct to source. You want to you want to interview their friends or people that they know, so that when you're reaching out to them, that you can say that you've interviewed their friends, because then they're more likely to do it just based on the association they have with those people. But just to kind of wrap this up and talk about just the value of pitching or getting people on your podcast. Number one, it's don't start off with the huge names. Don't try to. I mean, you can, and obviously I want everyone to reach out to every single person possible, but start off and be practical by interviewing people that are in your network already and don't try to completely reach out and pull them back down to you and try to say zero to 100. You want to start with zero to one, zero, one to two, two to three, three to four, and start building those stepping stones before you completely interview all these big people because then you have more experience, you have more leverage and you have right. more credibility. And you'll probably be better at it by then. <laughs> like you don't want to go to the top and, and suck. <laughs> like, dude, I learned that the hard way, man. I, I've had like, um, the first like 15, 20 interviews I did, I tried to like completely script them. I tried to have question, 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 question. And yeah, nowadays yeah. I literally go in, but nothing but a conversation. I have no questions. Yeah, and that's the strategy yeah. that I've learned from doing interviews is just keeping it real and making it a conversation. And that's the strategy I use. And people love that. Like 
I remember um, Andy Frisella, after I interviewed him, he made a podcast and he was like, dude, this young kid, Casey Adams, um, he was one of the best podcast interviews I've ever had. And I was like, oh my Lord, like, it made me feel so good. <laughs> I was like, I, he was like, he was so prepared and he was so like on it. And I'm like, dude, I just like went in with nothing but an attitude to right. get my questions answered. And, and then a genuine curiosity. Curiosity, yeah. you know, yeah. it's an open-mindedness and a willingness to listen. I think that's what wins. But I know we're kind of going back and forth here now, but I think the biggest thing regarding pitching and getting people on your podcast is number one, DMing people. If you want to get the big people on, I know that I said don't start with them, but you should definitely reach out to them no matter what. Send Grant Cardone a DM. Send him 10 DMs, you know, like let him know. Like for example, practical tip. If you reach out to Grant Cardone today, Grant Cardone knows me. I've interviewed him. Hey, man, I interviewed at Casey Adams 1 today. He said great things about you. I would love to have you on my show. You provided so much value to me, and it would mean a lot. If you do that, you have 10 times more likelihood of him saying yes because you gave him a, an association. You've, you've said something to him that will reference something that he already knows, which will then give you a higher likelihood of getting a yes. And that's just something that's super practical that people can take away and implement in their own way. Mm -hmm. But that's something that I think um, is just for sure a key strategy is getting people's associates on your show before you get them. Got you. Uh, last question before we close. Yep. What is your uh, overall goal of what you're doing, what you're building with Build Your Empire, what you're doing with your personal brand? Uh, what is your overall purpose? Because I feel like that's really the overlooking thing that kind of influences all your little decisions every day. Totally, man. So. To kind of keep it simple, I think simplicity wins always. And I think for Build Your Empire, or I don't think, I know, Build Your Empire is something very important to me. That's something obviously I'm putting all my time into right now. And it's number one, building a world-class events business that puts on the most badass entrepreneurial events in this whole space. So for example, we're going to be having Build Your Real Estate Empire Masterminds, Build Your E-Commerce Empire, Build Your um, Social Media Empire, Build Your Music Empire, all these different niche markets of people and influencers and just people that are winning in their space, my goal and our path is to create those smaller niche events to provide value to people and doing it in a way that integrates culture with entrepreneurship. So that's the main focus. And then also building out our whole interactive learning platform, which is the Netflix for entrepreneurship content, meaning we're going to have a, a personal branding backend through a system called Lightspeed VT, which is um, Brad Lee's company. And it's really building out that whole backend interactive learning platform where we're going to be bringing in the best of the best mentors that I've interviewed and putting them into our system to actually te teach you real practical tips about building, scaling, and growing a business. So that's something we're super passionate about. And then with Build Your Empire, um, something that we recently partnered with is the Modi app. And that's something that um, I'm very passionate about because it's such an amazing application regarding consulting. And it's just revolutionizing this whole consulting industry. So my goal with Modi is to really take that to the next level. We're actually in a process of raising some money for it right now. So that's something that I plan to do within the next three months with Modi. But I would say the overall goal, man, is providing value to people, providing value to entrepreneurs that are younger, that are actually building their empire per se, and to give them real tools and real mentorship through people that have actually built their empire, such as the David Melsers, the Grant Cardones, the Ed Milets, the John Malats, the Joshua Denny's, who's my business partners. But the people that are actually winning and they've won over a consistent amount of time, yeah. those people that you need to listen to, right? So that's the overall goal here is to provide in inspiration and education to entrepreneurs in this next generation. 
Awesome. I really appreciate you taking the time, Casey. Uh, definitely a power pack value episode that I'm super excited to release. Um, keep doing what you're doing. You're a big inspiration to me. I mean, we're basically the same age and you show me like, I'm like, if Casey could do it, then, you know, that gave me inspiration to like pursue my dream as well. So uh, keep doing what you're doing. You're inspiring so many young people, man. Thank you. Man. That's it. I hope you enjoyed that episode with Casey Adams. He drops so much knowledge about just building your own personal brand, how to reach out and build your circle of mentors one by one. I know I learned a lot. I hope you did. If you liked it, give it a five star rating, put even a review down there. Tell us how you liked it so that other people could see what the show is about and possibly uh, be interested in it as well. So thank you guys for listening. Uh, I apologize for being late with this episode uh, again, but I released it and uh, I just hope that it was worth the time and the stress of trying to get this episode out. Uh, Thanks, guys. I'll talk to you all next week. Well, that's the end of our MRP episode. Thank you for listening, everything, but it's time to go. We'll have a new one for you next week on the flip side. But until then, don't kill the vibe. Subscribe. Don't kill the vibe. Make sure you go ahead and subscribe. Don't kill the vibe. Make sure you go ahead and subscribe. Don't kill the vibe. Make sure you go ahead and subscribe. Don't kill the vibe. Make sure you go ahead and subscribe.